Hello and welcome to Frank Posen's Big Bad Podcast for August 4th, 2018. Don't forget to check out my blog at frankp316.blogspot.com. So tonight is UFC 227 from the Staples Center in Los Angeles. Now, there were supposed to be three women's fights on this show, but one of them got canceled. And that was the fight between um, Betch Correa and uh, Irene Aldana. It's supposed to be at uh, Bantamweight. And uh, it was canceled. Uh, Betch Correa was, uh, uh, was named not fit to fight, <laughs> or whatever that means. So the story is that Betch um, has undergone two surgeries to fix a detached retina. And um, she had another surgery uh, a few months ago. And so she says she's been cleared by four doctors or something like that. So she came to Los Angeles and she said that the California State Athletic Commission uh, deemed her unfit to fight. But according to uh, CSAC uh, director Andy Foster, it was actually the UFC who, who determined that she was unfit to fight. And so, you know, I, I don't know if, uh, if Betch uh, will be a fighter again. I mean, if she's deemed unfit to fight, and it's because of a long-standing problem that she has had, I don't know how the hell she gets cleared. Now, I, I'm not... Was it going to be a good fight? No, it was going to be a crappy fight because they're both crappy fighters. Okay? So, I don't think we'll miss it. It was going to be on the fight pass prelims anyway. Okay, but uh, there are two other fights. The first one is on the uh, main card. It's Pollyanna Vienna versus J.J. Aldrich. That is at strawweight. Now, first off, I'm going to say right off the top, that this fight should not be on the main card. It should be on the prelims. And I think that's the problem you run into with this particular show, is once you get past the two championship matches, uh, it's not a really strong card, you know? And, and I think that's a bit of a problem. And the fact that this fight is on the main card, it really shouldn't be there. Uh, Pollyanna won her UFC debut a few months ago. And, uh, you know, it remains to be seen they obviously have high hopes for her. They think she's going to be a good fighter. We'll see. I don't know. I don't happen to think that J.J. Aldrich is a step up in competition for her. J.J. Uh, fought an Invicta, and she's also um, had a couple of fights in the UFC. She won her last fight over Danielle Taylor by using what I thought was pretty good strategy, where she foiled Danielle's idiotic keep-away strategy that results in incredibly boring fights. And, um, you know, I guess the bottom line is, uh, I don't think she's that great a fighter. You know, she's from Colorado. Uh, uh, she, uh, I believe she trains with Rose Namahunas. And, uh, so I don't know. Uh, I mean, I didn't think much of her when she was in Invicta and she's, uh, I guess gone uh, two and two in the UFC. She really hasn't shown me that much in the UFC. I mean, like I said, it's a fight that really does not belong on the main card, okay? The other women's fight is uh, also a strawweight bout. It's Danielle Taylor versus uh, Zhang Weili. Now, uh, Danielle Taylor uh, is from California, which is 
why this is on there. Um, you know, she came, she's a former King of the Cage champion, and she came into the UFC with a bit of a rep uh, as a powerful puncher. But, you know, she's now 2-2 two and two in the UFC, and she's used this keep-away strategy. And, and the reason she's doing this is because she's short. She's like five feet tall or something like that. Believe it or not, she's a police officer, okay? But uh, she's five feet tall, so she's using this keep-away strategy. Uh, and so, essentially, in the UFC, she's a points fighter, okay? And so sometimes the strategy has worked, and sometimes, like in her last fight against J.J. Aldrich, it failed miserably, and so, um, you know, she didn't change anything, and she just, you know, she just went through three rounds kind of like she was sleepwalking or something. I mean, I don't know what the hell the deal was. And, uh, I mean, I, I need to see something better from her because if she continues to fight the same way, I mean, it caught up to her against somebody who, quite frankly, isn't that great a fighter. Now... As far as uh, Zhang Weili, she is a highly touted fighter from China, and she's making her UFC debut. Her record is 16-1. and one. Now, she has fought mostly in the uh, Kunlun uh, company in China. Uh, she was actually supposed to fight in uh, Ryzen a few months ago. They said she had a shoulder injury. Well, that's not really what happened. She had to drop out because she signed with the UFC. So, you know, she's... She's obviously uh, been very successful at home, but, you know, the UFC is a different thing. So it's a different level of competition. I'm not sure that Danielle is any better than who she has fought in, um, in uh, Kunlun. I mean, maybe she is and maybe she isn't, but uh, I actually favor her, the uh, Chinese girl. Uh, Vang in this in this. Anyways, that particular fight is on UFC Fight Pass, and uh, those fights start at 6:15 p.m. Okay, but uh, those are the two women's fights that are on the show. Now, Invicta announced the full card for Invicta FC 31 September 1 at in Kansas City. Uh, this will air on UFC Fight Pass, and as usual, I will analyze the card. And has as has been the case with most Invicta shows. The top of the card is very weak. With the prelims and that, it really doesn't matter that much because you're dealing in a lot of cases with developing fighters. And the problem with that is Kansas City is not a good MMA town to begin with, and weak cards don't help. So the main event will have Verna Jandarobub defend her Invicta Strawweight Championship against Janessa Morandine. And uh, Verna is 30 years old from Bahia, Brazil, uh, or Bahia, Brazil. Her record is 11-0. Now, she beat Mizuki to win the title. She looked very good at doing that. I mean, she beat somebody who's supposed to be an elite fighter. You know, Janessa is a questionable title challenger. She's 23 years old from Santa Catarina, Brazil. Her record is 10-1. She's 1-1 in Invicta. She lost to Livia Renata Souza, and then she beat Kimberly Noves, who I would describe as a low-level fighter. Okay? Now, as I've said before... Sometimes it seems like Invicta pulls a name out of a hat and gives that fighter a title shot, and that's really not how it should look. It's just weak, you know? And so I'm not thrilled with the challenger here. I like Verna. Don't think much of her, her challenger. 
All right. Now the co-main event has Pearl Gonzalez versus uh, Diane Firmino. And uh, this is at flyweight. Now, right now, the Invicta flyweight championship is vacant. Pearl went 0-2 in the UFC as a strawweight. She has won two flyweight bouts in Invicta over mediocre fighters. Uh, Diane is an Invicta newcomer. She is 29 years old from Sao Paulo, Brazil. She's 9-2 in the Brazilian circuit, meaning she is unproven. And I don't care who the hell she is. She doesn't belong on the co-main event of any show, all right? So the way it looks to me is they're gonna probably have a flyweight title match in the not too distant future, okay? Probably in the fall. And a win will probably give Pearl a flyweight title shot. So this kind of makes it look like they're propping her up. I mean, that's the only reason to bring an unproven fighter in. You know, bring in somebody who's got uh, a rep and can give uh, Pearl a decent fight and maybe even beat her. You know, she ain't that good. Yes, I know she's hot. <laughs> that's the main thing about Pearl. Pearl's a hot, is hot, you know. So that's, she's always going to get booked because she's hot. You don't think promoters think about stuff like that? Of course they do. All right. So in a bantamweight bout, Raquel Pa'aluhi will face Shanna Young. So Raquel is a fan favorite. She's originally from Hawaii. She now trains in Vegas. Her record is 6-6. Six and six. Now, Her history is she comes up short in big fights. This, is not, this does not qualify as a big fight. Shanna is making her Invicta debut she is 27 years old from Knoxville. Her record is 4-0, mostly in King of the Cage. But she hasn't fought in over two years. So she's not only unproven, but she has been inactive. So the obvious thing is she shouldn't be this high on the card. So again, I think what they're doing here is they're trying to uh, prop Raquel up for a I don't know, a future failure, I suppose. I mean, you never know. Maybe she'll come through in a big fight, but I'm telling you, she never has. <laughs> okay. Now, uh, on to the rest of the card. In a strawweight bout, Mallory Martin will face Ashley Nichols. Mallory is 24 years old from Colorado. She is 3-2 and two and 1-1 one and one in Invicta. Her last fight was a win in LFA. Ashley is 31 years old from Cambridge, Ontario. Her record is 3-2 and 0-1 and and in Invicta. I don't seem to recall either of them particularly clearly, so I guess I wasn't impressed with either of them, okay? Um, in a strawweight bout, Kelly D'Angelo will face Lindsay Van Zant. Kelly is 31 years old from St. Louis. Her record is 2-2 two and 0-1 two and oh and one in Invicta. She's a local fighter, so she may have a local following. Lindsay is 24 years old from Jacksonville, Florida. Her record is 3-0. and oh mostly in King of the Cage. Now, all of these fights, her fights were at atom weight, so this is not only her Invicta debut, but her first fight at strawweight. And now, the only reason an atom weight fighter would want to move up to strawweight is, you know, they're thinking about getting into the UFC, because obviously there's no atom weights in, in, in UFC. So, you know, she hasn't fought at, at strawweight before. Who knows, right? Now, in a strawweight bout, Helen Peralta will face Kay Hansen. 
Helen is 30 years old from Iowa. Her record is 2-0. She's actually looked pretty good in both of her Invicta fights. Kay Hansen is 18 years old from Whittier, California. Her record is 1-1, and, and she lost her Invicta debut. And finally, in a welterweight bout, Audrey Drew will face Holly Salazar. Both fighters are making their Invicta debuts. They're both 1-0. and Audrey is from Dallas. Holly is from Pueblo, Colorado. You know, you have to beat the bushes to find halfway decent welterweights. And who knows, right? One of them might turn out to be okay. But maybe not. <laughs> Anyways, Invicta has said that there will be one more match added to this card. And as I said, the top of the card is very weak with the uh, prelims. Eh, not so much. It's not that big a deal. But it's, it may be the weakest card they ever have ever done. I don't know. Um, I just don't try and worry about that too much. Okay, just uh, wanted to add one other thing in regards to the May Young Classic. Uh, uh, we now have the uh, field set for the May Young Classic. There's uh, uh, 30 set, There's 31 fights li uh, uh, wrestlers listed, but there will be a 32nd spot earned at uh, this Wednesday, this week's episode of NXT. And it's already been taped, so we know who it is. It's just that I'm not going to tell you who it is yet. Um, based on what I've seen, now one thing I wanted to mention was that um, um, uh, Hiroyo Matsumoto is going to be in the Mae Young Classic. Now, I don't know if they're signing her to a contract. I hope they do. But she, uh, Hiroyo brings a much different dynamic from any of the other Joshi wrestlers that they brought in because of her size. She is a big girl, okay? She's about, she's listed as five, five and a half. I don't know, is she taller than that? Doesn't really matter. She weighs 150 pounds and, you know, she's not, you know, she's in great condition. Like, she pumps a lot of iron. She also trains with MMA guys. Like, she trains at Pancrase for the most part. And she originally tried out for the WWE back in 2014, which was around the time when she had her knee surgery. So, uh, I mean, she is a great wrestler and a tremendous personality. If you're not familiar with Hiroyo, uh, you know, a, a recent match that she was in that I think is worth checking out that I know is on YouTube is Hiroyo Matsumoto versus Yoshirai versus uh, Mako Satomura uh, from a June uh, Fortune Dream uh, show. Fortune Dream is the uh, part-time company that is owned by... Uh, uh, Japanese wrestling legend Kenta Kobashi, and uh, uh, it's on YouTube. The match is on YouTube. It's definitely worth a look if you want to see what all three of them look like these days. And uh, Hiroyo is, uh, because of her power, she just brings a different, different uh, dynamic uh, to uh, uh, Joshi wrestling. She's a big girl, and um, you know I'd like to see them sign her to a contract. I don't know if they have. I mean, it's possible, I suppose. Now. Uh, they added some other wrestlers to it. Now, I haven't seen anything in the May Young class and in any of the competitors to think that there's anybody there who can beat Yoshirai. Okay? I still think she's going to win. But what I am going to do is when they announce the brackets, I'm going to go through it a little more in detail uh, on the podcast just to give you a handle on who I think will end up in the finals. Okay? And there could be a surprise, you never know, but I kind of doubt it. You know, what happened last year was the furthest from a surprise. I said right off the top that Kyrie would win, and well, there you go, she did win. Everybody thought Shayna would win. 
<laughs> show you what you guys know. Anyway, uh, as I said, I expect to do that later this week once the brackets are announced. And once I got them in front of me, then I can really give you a clear idea of who's going to move up and who won't move up. Okay? All right. So that's about it for today. Uh, don't forget to uh, check out my blog at frankp316.blogspot.com. Uh, tomorrow, I will have both UFC fights on my blog. I'll have both videos up. And so uh, I'll be uh, doing a, a re review of those fights uh, tomorrow. And uh, uh, my blog is at frankp316.blogspot.com. If you uh, want to leave a voice message on my podcast, you can do so at, uh, at and I can uh, respond to any questions you might have. And you can subscribe to my podcast at uh, Google Play Music, uh, Google Podcast, iTunes, Spotify, and other services. So again, be back tomorrow with a review of UFC 227. Enjoy the fights tonight. Talk to you later.